welcome to the chill out uh, portion here at Online Race Industry Week. And I do want to let you know that uh, if you want to find out more information, you can certainly ask questions in the chat feature. Just type them in and we will try and get to as many of your questions as we can if you have them. Um, and please feel free, ask anything. And also want to remind you that if you want to find out more information about chill out, you can always go to epartrade.com and make sure you sign up if you have not yet. And you can go directly to the chill out page and contact them directly for more questions as well. So, uh, John, I don't want to butcher your last name, so I'm going to take a stab at it and say Marcelana. Did I get that right? That's that's good. That's good. Um, yeah, it's Marceliana, but that's that's really good. Okay, thank you very much. <laughs> at least I prefaced it by saying that. Uh, first of all, just um, Advanced Driver Cooling Systems is uh, what Chill Out offers. Tell us a little bit about the company and exactly what you guys do and how you benefit racers. So uh, we focused on core cooling technology. Uh, basically, you know, racing has always been ice driven as far as uh, driver cooling, uh, with exception of one other system um, that that runs twelve, you know, twelve volts um, in the past. And it's always been very expensive to get something that's not ice based. Um, I believe uh, when it first came out, the Rini system was about $9,000. But when we first started this venture, um, we, we took a look at the incumbent, which was school shirt, and we looked at their shirts. And we were just like, it's, it's a Hanes t-shirt with, with sewing tubes. In it. And we, we really didn't like it. Um, and Charles has already been in the industry um, as, as far as manufacturing. So he reached out to me and asked me, hey, uh, do you want to do you want to create a shirt, like a better shirt for people? And we, and I said, absolutely, let's create something nicer. Um, this was about uh, September of 2018, August of 2018 is when he reached out. Um, and we had some prototype shirts, um, something that did not show like the cooling veins. Uh, but when October came around, he invited me to his office and then said, hey, take a look at this real quick, put this vest on. And he takes out um, this contraption. I mean, it looked like a computer. He, he plugged my vest in and the vest was cold. And I told him, Charles, we got to figure out how to make this work in a hot car. Which is the big challenge right there, not just to make it work in a hot car, but um, to make it worth with great efficiency. And, you know, I mean, a lot of these shirts or cooling systems, if they fail, could actually be worse than whenever you had them in it. So uh, what sets you guys apart? I mean, you have a, a system uh, with no more ice, a system that's just simply designed for racing. It seems like this is a product that's really been in need of some further development. Correct. And, and one of the biggest um, hurdles that we had to to jump, as you just mentioned, it, it has to be efficient. You know, you have you have a car, you have an alternator, you have a battery. Um, your car uses a lot of that power. You don't want to lose horsepower. Um, you don't want to draw 40 amps out of the system. Um, when we initially launched with the version 1.5, we tried to get it down as close to 30 amps as possible. Um, and that was that was that was really tough. Um, we figured out that hey, listen, if we force air into the system i think we can get those that amp draw down um let's get a better wiring harness and we've actually gotten it down to about 15 to 18 amps um you can run it at 15 to 18 amps at full at full bore um it maxes out at about 25 amps um and we've done a lot of research and development to get the system going 
we used to rely on a lot of third pro party products, um, including like a NACA duct, a plenum, an inline fan, air ducting system to get air into it. Um, after the first year, we went ahead and got everything together to where it's our own brand. We now have our own inline blower, our own ducting, our own plenum. I believe we're the only uh, company right now that sources four inch uh, NACA ducts as well. So we, we put everything together and it's not, all our accessories is not just used for the chill out systems. I mean, people use them for brake, brake ducting and brake cooling as well. Wow, that is pretty impressive if it's, uh, it's multi-use. Um, how powerful is it? I mean, if you, you know, you're gonna be telling people that you're gonna cool them, um, they wanna be cool. So how powerful well, with proper, is it? Yeah, with proper airflow to the system, um, the system will run at 17, 1700 BTUs uh, to your body. And you have to pair that. It, it's kind of like uh, an amplifier and speakers. You know, if you had great speakers, but a poor amp, the speakers won't sound good. If you had a great amp and poor speakers, the speakers still won't sound good. So we paired it with a shirt um, with about 160 feet of cooling veins in it. So a standard cool shirt and our club shirt also has about 40 feet of cooling veins. And that's designed to give you the perception of cool. When you get up to 160 feet of cooling veins, what it's designed to do is actually cool down your core. So you get cold blood you know, to your head, cooler blood to your arms, cooler blood to your legs. Um, and for some people, it actually eliminated the need for, um, for helmet cooling because their head is staying cool um, because your core is cool. Um, as far as like temperature, um, when we were doing some tests, um, we ran, when we released version 1.5, we ran a 14 hour race in Sebring, uh, 98 degrees in Sebring. Um, and we had about 12 cars that was running on a 14 hour race. And it was averaging anywhere from 55 degrees at, at full bore for 14 hours. Um, now that we've developed the pro system, which has a bigger evaporator, a bigger condenser, and also a bigger uh, uh, reservoir. So the reservoir went up for, from five ounces to 13 ounces and the condenser and evaporator are 50% bigger. And now you're seeing eight to 10 degrees lower on a really hot day. So you're seeing 42 to 52 degrees um, on a really hot day on the pro system. Wow, that's incredibly impressive. Now, when you start talking about 160 feet of tubing, then I start to wonder, okay, how comfortable is this? How well would this fit underneath my, uh, my driving suit? It's very comfortable. I mean, the, the SFI rated uh, material is really thin um, and it's, it's just, it, Fits, fits and forms around your body. The hardest thing to do about this shirt is taking it off. Um, and, you know, it's, it's kind of like, uh, what do you, those things that where you put on crazy people pretty much to, to tie them up. So that's the hardest thing about the shirt. But a lot of people don't take them off uh, because some people have one of our systems laying in the pits because you can plug it in and a re regular AC 110 volt uh you know, plug in. So they stay cool outside the car as well. So most, most drivers just keep the shirt on. 
Yeah, I will say with uh, with fire suits being designed the way they are, I think a lot of racers have learned to become contortionist in some way, shape, or form to be able to get those on and off. Uh, when it comes to some of the efficiencies, the rotary compressor, uh, could you tell us a little bit more about that? So it's a six-speed rotary compressor, um, which really helps. Um, it starts out slow, so when you first turn on your car, it doesn't it doesn't crank up the amps all the way up to 25 amps already, just because you turned on the system. It has six speeds and starts one, two, three, four, five, six, and, and slowly ramps up to cool down the system, uh, depending on what setting you have, what power setting you have on the system. That's how fast it'll turn. Okay. Um, the six speed, which will draw 25 amps, the fastest on a really hot day. Okay, uh, the installation in this, how much space is this going to take up inside of the race car? How, how simple is the system? Uh, it's about the size of a nine and a half shoe box. Um, the, box um, the box itself, when it's completely dry, with, uh, is about 10 and a half pounds. Uh, when you add the fluids, the hose, the base plate, um, if you're going with the steel blade, base plate, and the, the non-carbon fiber, I think the max that you're seeing is about 16 uh, anywhere from 16 to 20 pounds depending on the base plate that you have uh, the installation most people put it on the passenger side uh, and they face the the exhaust fans uh, on the transmission tunnel so that you're getting in colder air from the other side and we've also developed a plenum to where you're getting air from outside the car, not the 130 degrees that you have inside the car. Oh, wow. That, that is really nice. Uh, by the way, if you have a question uh, for James, you can certainly do so. Just type it into the chat if you want to know anything about the chill-out system, maybe some things that we're not covering here, questions specific to your needs. We can talk about that as well. And James, you talked about um, endurance racing. In, in a series where we've got multiple drivers sharing the same car, if they right. want to utilize the same system, how easy is that to do during a driver change? It's very easy. You know, the most important thing to do is for the drivers to all prime their shirts before the race. Once all the shirts are primed, you top off the reservoir and um, you can run a almost a whole race on a full on a full reservoir. We recommend that you top it off every other pit stop because there you do lose a couple drops when you disconnect um, with the system. Uh, back to the safety of the device, um, we spoke about that if something breaks, it could actually be dangerous that you get hot fluid um, in your body. We've actually remedied that already. And what we did was we built a cooling loop uh, within the system. Um, the older systems, what they would do is it would just completely stop. So the internal cooling loop will actually cool, keep cooling the system, even though it's not getting to your shirt. If something is pinched, it'll still keep working until you work that pinch off and then you get the flow. The remote control will tell you if there's a pinch or not. And that'll, it's, it's very visible right in front of you. All right. Uh, we do have a question from the chat. Dustin, uh, Stephen wants to know what products are coming out from chill out systems in the next few years. So in the next right now, we just came out with a version three and the pro system and after what we learned from the version 1.5 and the version 2, these two systems will be around for a long time. But that being said, we are releasing um, our pit cooler, which you can plug in up to 12 drivers slash uh, workers that you have um, 
you know, in, in the pit. So while the, the guys have changed the tires, if they're not changing tires, if they're not fueling, they can sit comfortably in the pits and while they're using the pit cooler and they can have a club shirt on or they can go with the SFI rated pro shirt. That's not bad. So the bad. pit cooler is the next big thing that's coming out. Wow, that is really uh, um, that that actually seems like a, a really wonderful thing for a lot of the teams. You know, there are drivers who, you know, might resist this technology. You know, maybe they've heard bad things about it. They question how it works. You know, what do you say to someone who maybe is a little bit apprehensive to try a cool shirt or to try something that's going to help keep them cool in the car? Listen, I'm, I'm in the, um, before I got into this, how Charles and I met, I was in the track day industry and he was doing a track day with me in the middle of July at Charlotte Motor Speedway. And that's what brought about uh, doing these shirts. So uh, the only thing I can say is um, on my very first endurance race that I got to watch and actually be in the pits, I got to see a guy come out of a car because his cooling system failed and he was literally on his hands and knees. And, and that's, that's only because it probably ran out of ice after an hour and a half and it was a two hour stint. So that last hour, I mean, he was literally on his hands and knees and I spoke to him afterwards and, and, and I told him, you know, um, I mean, I'd hate to do this. I felt like a vulture, but we'd really like for you to try on our system. Um, one of the other tests that we did was, uh, we had a guy who's a runner and he ran four miles in the middle of the day in a race, a race day. And then we had them put on the system on, on a pro shirt. And he said he got his core temperature back after running four miles in about eight minutes with our system. Wow. That is, that is pretty impressive. You were talking about having to prime the system and prime it and, you know, the things that you have to do. Look, everyone wants things to be easy. They want things to be plug and play. How difficult is it to do that? Is this a fairly simple task for a driver to do? Yeah, it's a fairly simple process. You basically you plug in your shirt to the system. You turn the system on. It takes the fluid out of the system and into the shirt, and then you refill the reservoir in the system. Plug in the next shirt, and and vice versa until it's full. And then you top off your system. Um, as far as like uh, maintenance and, and storage, uh, our coolant has uh, built-in fungicide with it, along with the, the propylene glycol. So the fungicide will keep the fungus out. Um, we like to run our coolant four to one for maximum efficiency, cooling efficiency. But when you're storing it, we like you to run just the coolant itself and leave that in the system so fungus doesn't form when you when you store your shirt and your system. And is it a pretty simple thing to clean out and, you know, do everything that you need to do to maintenance it? Because, you know, it's one thing when the driver wants it too, but the people working on the car are going to have to obviously work on the system as well. Right. So it's almost zero maintenance. Um, it really depends on how much dust and oil you keep out of the system. Maybe at the end of the season, you open it up and you blow the system out um, with, with like an air gun and just make sure it's clean inside and then you store it with with our coolant again if you have a question for james just type it into the chat and we'd be happy to answer them chill out systems uh are keeping drivers cool i mean that is what they're in the business of doing it uh doing but also doing it in new and innovative ways when it comes to the shirts and you know can i can i run one shirt for the season do i need to have a couple of them what do you recommend 
I'm sorry, you got cut off. Oh, was that breaking up a little bit? Okay. Um, when it when it comes to the shirt, yeah, and, go ahead and ask the question again, please. Okay. When it comes to the shirt, um, how many do I need? Is is one going to get me through the season? Am I going to need a couple of them? What do you recommend? Uh, one will get you through the season, but remember, on a race day, sometimes you have two days. I mean, you don't want to have a, a stinky shirt. But you know, I've I've gotten a phone call from people and asking me, "Hey, how do I clean the shirt?" And it's mid season. I was like, "You haven't washed your shirt yet." But basically, it's it's just, yeah, you just you just you just wash it um, on delicate and and hang dry it. Don't put it in the dryer. You can wash it with the fluid inside. Um, our fittings are completely sealed, so you you can wash it with the fluids inside inside the shirt. That's not bad. That's not bad. Have you found any issues? You know, you mentioned a lot of people might install it in the passenger side, or you talk about how many amps the system draws and all of that. Have you found things that work better in different types of race cars? I mean, endurance racing, this seems like it would be a big thing. Anyone who's running any type of a long thing, this seems like it would be a great thing. But uh, what are maybe some race team, race car type specific things that you guys are learning about? So it's, it's always best to install it where there's there there's a lot of airflow you don't want to you know install it somewhere where it's completely hot like under an exhaust um you don't you don't want to do that the reason why we put it on the passenger side is because the run to get fresh air into the system is the shortest amount so there are some people that will put it in a trunk and when you do that you're going to need an inline blower to, to, to pump air in, you know, we, we sell the inline blowers. We have a four inch inline blower that will do 285 CFMs um, into the system. And then the exhaust fans on a pro system is 400, 440 CFMs to, to exhaust it out. So and you I mean, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was saying, you mentioned that people are using your systems to cool other things, uh, you know, not just, you know, cool the driver and all of that. What other applications do you see that becomes useful for racers? Uh, you, you know, we, we've, we've had people buy them, um, for like cranes, you know, the people that, that work these cranes, we've had a couple people buy the system because it gets hot inside that glass. So they're keeping themselves cool. Uh, we've had a couple, uh, personal aircraft pilots, um, try out our systems as well. Uh, I mean, there's, there's so, so many uses that, that you could do with these. I mean, a SWAT team can buy the system. And, and keep themselves cool before they do a raid. Um, I understand that Borbertrol has to cool themselves down. Like after every 15 minutes, they have to get back in their car to cool down. I mean, imagine if they had one of these systems as well. Yeah. Uh, I can't. I, I can see where it would be a huge asset to a lot of different industries. As far as getting the business started and and moving things along, you know, you mentioned you're on version three of the shirt right now, but this is probably going to be a version that's around for a long time. Can you talk about? I know you talked about maybe some future products, but you know, maybe some things that you guys are still working on that that might you know become a part of the product line. So right now, I mean, we we did so much research and development to get the third version of the cooler out and the pro version of the cooler out. I mean, the money that we made, like with the version twos, we, we just put it all back in the company just, just to innovate and keep innovating and keep getting the accessories that we need so that we don't have to go to a third party. And that's really where we're at right now. And the last piece of the puzzle right now is this pit cooler 
um, that we will be launching next year. Um, as far as under development, we are developing one that's going to be like a fanny pack right now that's, that will have a lithium battery in it to where, you know, the track they guys can use it, that you can actually uh, bring it with you like in a small bag. And, and the market we're trying to target with that are um, the, the motorcycle folks um, that do motorcycle racing. Wow, that, that's that need cooling. That it's, sounds it's, it's going to be like like a, a fanny pack. Um, and, you know, that's been two years in the making. And I've seen a couple of pro prototypes. We're just not there yet. I mean, we don't want to release a product. You know, that's that's not going to work when when we release a product, we want it to work. Um, even the version one that we released, um, we baked that system in an oven, 130 degree oven. And we were still seeing 70 degrees on, on a shirt before we had, before we put them in, in race cars and before we thought about airflow. So, I mean, we, we're really bench testing the, the stuff out of these things. <laughs> that does sound impressive. Are you finding that when you talk about things like having no ice and the efficiencies of the system uh, and, and basically the fail safes that are in the system, I think to me that seems like one of the bigger selling points there um, that you're not going to essentially cook somebody if the system fails. Uh, are, are you finding that people are becoming pretty welcoming to what you guys are having to offer, including people that have used uh, previous products in different generations? I think the word is getting around um, that, that the system works. We have about 450 um, units out right now in the wild worldwide. Um, we have certain teams um, in New Zealand and Australia testing them um, and their V8 supercar series. Um, and, you know, we won't mention the team, but there's a couple of teams in NASCAR that picked their system up and they're testing it right now. And it's, it's major teams. I just can't mention who they are. Um, we are in IMSA, um, TCR, um, SRO, um, and yeah, I mean, it, it just works. And, you know, we're, we're almost two years into this and we've sold um, about 450 of them and we, we hope to sell more. As, as the word spreads, I mean, this, this will be a household item. And what we try to tell people is, you know, think about, think about your body and think about this as a safety device for your body. I mean, when you're fighting heat, when you're racing, I mean, you're taking concentration off the track because you're, 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 you're fighting this heat and you're thinking about this heat. If you don't have to think about that, I mean, the lap times, the lap times will be more consistent and it'll be there. Yeah, uh, that is very, very true. Well, James, this really does sound like, like truly uh, an innovative product, a, a generation of this product and a way to do it that has been like no other. So we really appreciate you and what you guys are offering to racers and really appreciate the fact that you've just been a part of Online Race Industry Week as well. Yes, and, and thank you guys. And I mean, I just want to give a shout out to Epart Trade. Um, you know, we just started using you guys about two months ago and I've been... I've been browsing and I've been, I've been in contact with, with some teams that I haven't been able to contact because of ePartrade. So the system works. Wow. wow that's James, thank you very, very much. Uh, it's interesting because I, uh, we had Brian Herta on yesterday uh, uh, for our lunch sessions. And he mentioned that, you know, he had been uh, uh, contacted and actually do a great job. And, uh, and so thank you. Uh, really, we designed this platform to bring the industry into the 
It's funny you mentioned Brian Herda. He was one of the teams that is really, really very hard to get a hold of. And, um, and he was one of the guys that I got a hold of because of ePartrade. Well, thank you. Thank you. He's, he's a wonderful man. Uh, he runs his team so well. And uh, thank you, uh, you know, for your support. We're delighted to have you uh, on board with us. And thanks for your time today. Registering on ePartrade is easy. Fill out your name, email, phone number, and create a secure password. Next, select your business type. Choose supplier if you're looking to display products or services and connect with buyers. Choose racing business if you're looking to find new parts and connect with suppliers. Choose race team if you own or are a member of a professional racing team. Begin typing your company name. We most likely already have your company in our database, which you can select from the drop-down. Then, enter your job title. Choose Claim Company if you'll be editing your company profile. Other members of your company can choose Join Company if they'd like to use ePartrade as well. You can view and agree to our terms of use here. If you'd like to receive our weekly newsletter, choose Accept. Click Register Now and your registration will be submitted for approval. You'll need to confirm your email once it goes through. To keep our platform industry only, you'll be approved shortly after. If we require additional proof of business, we'll reach out. Welcome to ePartrade.